Okay, we're live. Welcome everybody. We are streaming onto the Anaheim Community Foundation page. Um, and today we are meeting with Voice of Refugees, a nonprofit that also serves Anaheim. This is a part of the Impact Giving Day uh, give, Giving Day series. So we're taking time out every day to learn and meet with a new nonprofit that serves Anaheim. So welcome, Viola and Joe. Thank you, Victoria, for having us. You're welcome, you're welcome. So uh, my typical first question is, uh, is this your first live conversation or first time going live on Facebook? It absolutely is for me. Yay! Viola, <laughs> you too? Me too. And you is yes. me too. That's great. Well, good. Thank you for, for stretching and for going outside your comfort zone. I think, um, in today's day with nonprofit, well, anyone, right? In any industry, but specifically nonprofits, it's good to stretch ourselves and try new things. So thank you for, uh, for giving this a shot. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so let's first start off with just who, who are you personally and who are you to the organization? And then I know you have a video that you'd like to share, but let's just uh, learn who's on the call. Um, Joe, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, I'm Joe Gadotti. I'm the ex executive director of Voice of Refugees, actually fairly new to the position since January of this year. However, okay. I've been involved with uh, VOR for nine years. Um, I started out, I, I heard about it through a brother-in-law who used to be the executive director. And um, I, I just gave a helping hand volunteering. And then uh, that lasted a couple of years. I became an executive pastor of a church in Huntington Beach. And then I was able to have VOR through uh, financially, but also sending many more volunteers. Um, and uh, I've just had a heart for folks that uh, women and children uh, who have been uh, um, gone through struggles and difficult times and the organization uh, VOR just um, really is a great fit for me personally. Oh, that's great. I love hearing stories of volunteers turn staff and then um, moving their way up. So that's great. Uh, Viola, you want to share who you are and what your role is? Uh, my name is Viola, Viola Wahid Wahda. Uh, I am Egyptian. Uh, I joined with the VOR uh, staff uh, 2016. Uh, I like to help uh, new families, uh, refugee, asylum people, because when we came the first time, uh, I came with my daughter, 2008. We had some struggle and uh, some difficult times, so I can feel and the compassion was all family, new family coming to the United States. That's why I try to help them and support them. We're frozen a little bit, Victoria. Yes. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, I think I was also 
sound is coming through. Uh, um, of live and web awesome. technology. We're having a great time. <laughs> so good, good. So let's uh, let's jump into the video. Hopefully, we won't have any troubles with that. Let's uh, see this video really quick. It's about a minute and a half long, and then we'll we'll come back. So okay. give me one second. Okay, that's great. I think we lost Joe there. So hopefully Joe, if you are watching, just come back in. <laughs> I think we just lost him, but what a, what a great video. So um, Viola, do you wanna share with us some of the things that we just saw in there? It looks like a lot of your programming. Um, first of all, I want to share with the, when I came to United States, uh, actually my daughter got a US immigration lottery mm -hmm. in 2008. And uh, as our uh, tragedian, we can't leave a single, uh, <laughs> uh, single young lady alone. So I came with her a couple of times, and my husband, we exchanged together. And uh, she is architectural engineer, interior design. 
and she started to work uh, with Karma TV and studied in UCLA. And now she's interior uh, design with the, and civil design with traffic control. She's married. <laughs> she is married and lives to you uh, to Hong Kong with her husband, engineer, computer engineer, Amir. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son came to United States 2011, uh, and he is civil engineer. He studied uh, fundamental engineer and uh, professional engineer, and he worked as claim specialist in LA company. Uh, I, I work in Egypt with, uh, as a civil engineer also in USAID, US International Development Agency Development, uh, uh, supervising or uh, uh, construction work for uh, water, water treatment plant and wastewater treatment plant. I study in uh, California, Sacramento. Uh, operation and the maintenance of water treatment. Uh, water is very important. <laughs> yes. A lot of people get their start in water district, so good for you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, we, we lost you there for a second, Joe. So I, yeah. I just asked Viola, Viola to share a little bit about more about her and the programs that we just saw in the video. And um, she was sharing about how she experienced some of them as well. Yes. Um, do you want to maybe add on to what we just saw and sure. the programs that you offer? Sure. Well, VOR has been uh, working in the Anaheim community for over 10 years now. Uh, we were started actually by uh, three immigrants who went immigrated to the United States, one from Palestine, one from Iraq, and another from Jordan. And um, what they experienced uh, coming to the United States, they wanted to present a, a very welcoming face to the people coming from the Middle East and North Africa. They wanted to uh, be able to connect in the community as Americans have for uh, hundreds of years. And so we, we exist to really, to put God's love into action, to be a really welcoming community to really help them understand the new context they find themselves in and to be able to really eventually thriving. Um, Who we're serving are people that many were never planning on on leaving their home countries. They were forcibly uh, displaced, unfortunately, um, for many internal uh, conflicts in a country, Could could be a war or persecution. There's many reasons people are displaced from their, their country. So you can imagine planning to move to another city or another state, but to maybe have a week, maybe a few days to gather all your belongings and leave. And honestly, most, most refugees leave everything and just have to right. go. And um, so, um, the refugees we serve came through the UN, and um, we have many, many asylum seekers that have left their home country, come to Southern California to find what we all want is a better life, a, a place yeah. where your family so, feels safe and, and secure. Unfortunately, um, 
their funds normally dry uh, dry out fairly quickly. They don't get work permits for a while. There's multiple, multiple avenues. So what we do at BOR is we help stabilize the family first. We help with furniture, do, uh, donated furniture we take, and we provide to families. Household items, just think of your house, all the items. Uh, refugee, you're, you're coming with the clothes off your back. An asylum seeker, is coming uh, for many reasons. They have a valid uh, visa to come to the U.S., but they don't come with belongings either. So yeah. homes need to be furnished. And so we give them room. One of the biggest items we give out are mattresses because families sleeping on the floor for a long time. So we want to get them off the floor, at least get them in a mattress and a bed, provide kitchen tools. So we stabilize the family in providing tangible goods. One of the big things is our, you saw families in the video with um, uh, food delivery. Normally, mm -hmm. pre-COVID, we were serving 40 families a week. Uh, once okay. COVID hit, we unfortunately, we have a campus uh, on Gilbert Street in Anaheim that we had to close where all of our services, and I'll get into that. Uh, but we, we stopped them all except for food um, delivery. Today, we're delivering to 220 families a week. We, we deliver about 40 pounds, which is almost enough for four days of food for a family. And we deliver because it keeps a constant contact with the family. We can at least see them mask to face normally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we can uh, be welcoming, we can uh, see how the family's doing, we can pray for them. Just in other words, there's a connection. And if they need other help, it's a point where we can hear from them. So um, we've provided that. Um, to help the family integrate into the US, and, and when I say integrate, I mean understand the culture we're in, uh, the process. Viola spends tons of time uh, helping people through the residency process. Very complicated. Uh, but it's also complicated putting a child in school. They may have yes. come from Afghanistan, Syria, it is. Uh, mm -hmm. Israel, uh, not, um, uh, Lebanon, um, all, uh, so many Tunisia, all sorts of uh, countries. To be able yes. to take that child and slot them into the U.S. school system it's not easy, is it, Viola? Yes. It's not easy. No, it's, I, I have a four-year-old, and uh, I had to enroll him into Preppy K, and it wasn't easy for me. So no. there were many moments where I'm like, why am I doing this twice? And why, yeah. why this system, and then this system, and then this doesn't talk to daycare, and daycare doesn't talk. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's even for me, right? Even for me with all the technology and with all the um, resources, uh, yeah. and and also with the language, right? I can walk language. into the school, I can talk to the secretary and say, "I tell me what to do." I'm not sure if I'm following it correctly. So, language, I'm assuming, is also a it's problem huge. the barrier. It's huge, um, and that is one of our cornerstones in helping families stabilize, is or, or to uh, stabilize and to integrate is ESL classes. Mm -hmm. um, we used to be full of ESL students here. Right now, we're online. We just started um, a week and a half ago, or two weeks ago, 
And um, we're learning. We're learning um, that technology is challenging for a lot of us. Um, it is for me, but uh, <laughs> thank goodness uh, there are younger uh, kids at home, plenty of kids at home that help mom and dad with ESL. We have a, uh, about 18 to 20 students right now. Uh, we hope to really expand that over the next few weeks. Um, and so ESL, you're absolutely correct. Um, and uh, so we teach ESL from uh, uh, pre, from illiteracy. We work with people one-on-one. -on -one up to level mm -hmm. three right now. So um, it's just a, a great help. And Viola, you can break in at any time if yeah, you have a comment about ESL. But um, also just, um, she's also helping with um, medical, just understanding the medical system. You know, you have educational system, the government, uh, the medical, how to navigate uh, somewhat larger families. Um, the right. average family size is five, uh, around five, six. So um, it, it, it's not easy to navigate. You, you think, uh, like, like you said, with language, it, it makes it complicated. Language Very much. Sorry, language and driving. This is the most oh. important. Yeah, yeah. So how uh, we help them and support them for driving classes? And yes. applying in DMV for written test, and after that practicing with uh, uh, behind wheel test. So this is a very very important for any family. They struggle from two language and driving, especially in California. So yes, yes. yeah, right. Na uh, navigating the transportation system. Uh, if it's not dri if it's not driving, even just navigating our system here in Orange County, we're not like. New York, right? We don't have a subway system, and it you, it's hard to walk everywhere in yes. where we are. It yeah. is, and I love Joe that you mentioned in the very beginning because I think it's important as nonprofits talk about their mission and what they do for clients. Um, also, giving education to the public um, that just you know hear hear or see the word refugee and instantly go one place. Um, I, I like how you shared in the beginning that the, these are individuals that didn't ask, to, they, they didn't want to leave. They love their country. They, they wish they could stay there, but unfortunately due to what's happening, um, you know, the United States has, um, you know, they've been placed here and now they're just trying to do their best to navigate a system that we created. Um, do, do you also go into that as an organization? Is that also part of your mission, educating, advocating around uh, the refugee community? We we advocate uh, for refugees. Um, we, we're not political in that sense. We've been we we've, yeah. we've uh, tried to keep our focus on serving the community, and mm -hmm. it takes up a lot of time. We're a small organization. A staff of yeah. four, uh, actually five now, but um, any chance we get in a large group setting, we do definitely educate. We, we go through what we call loss simulation. And oh. um, yes, to help people get a sense of um, the lack of control. Uh, Americans, um, we're very used to controlling our environment. 
Um, the medical system gives us uh, a, a feeling as even in this current. Oh, I lost you for a second. You're frozen. Joe? Yeah. Give him a minute. Joe, if you can hear me, you're, kind of, you're frozen and not coming through. So just FYI. Um, Viola, is there anything you want to add to what he was, yeah. he was saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it's uh, VOR. It's not only for English language, but we support family with different, in different way. Uh, okay. As I said, for driving, how to get a license for driving, uh, I, I help them also for uh, applying online to search for job. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, job search. Yeah. And I support okay. them because, uh, of course, their language is a little bit. Um, so I went with them, like manufacturer, like uh, any office work. I go to try to help for translation. And when they have appointment with doctor, I try to help also for appointment for doctor and uh, their uh, kids. They have to make the, uh, to have vaccination before they register for school. So this is type right. of uh, supporting family because they don't know about the system. Yeah. In USA. So you, yeah. Um, you just um, really walk them, right? You walk and guide them through the process step by step. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I pick up lady from home to VR and I give them drive to go back to home. Again, if some lady has no work, uh, no uh, car, not driving yet, so I support mm -hmm. them to help to give them ride coming to VR and the back to home. Uh, mm -hmm. I went to as most of family at the beginning to social services office agency to apply for food stamp, to apply for medical, uh, all this kind of uh, support and helping. Uh, we are only, uh, we are not only for English language, but also there are many other uh, like we have the we had the uh, picnic so we had the fellowship with family all the family not only the lady but we um, met with husband with kids so in uh, picnic we had a very nice fellowship uh, sometimes mm -hmm. we went to the sea we have a, a picnic at the sea so we have a nice time together to share together and to to have a very nice uh, time together. Uh, uh -huh. Every month we have a party for uh, Thursday. Uh, the last uh, week in the month we have a party for Thursday, so we make like butluck. So we have a Syrian family. We have uh, Iraq food, Syrian food, Iraq food, and the Middle East, all Middle East, Lebanon, Egyptian. Everyone share with the Abatlak. So we have, we always have a very, very fun time and very nice that's time great. together. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, it sounds like fun. It sounds delicious. You're making me hungry. On average, Viola, what is your um, caseload? How many families are you having to work with and track on a, on a regular basis? Um. 
actually uh, the average about 30 but 30 we keep 30 uh, what is the average uh, do you think mr joe per week per day 30 they attending classes and we support them 30 family 35 40 class yes yeah yeah but they change some people going got work so they start work and new family coming so we always we're we're, ser we're serving families probably for two to four years uh it's not they uh, families come at the beginning they get work and then they'll go and they they have another need they'll come back so we have families constantly moving in and out so we have over a contact with a thousand families but regular contact between 200 and 300 families over the year okay wonderful um so sorry we lost you there for a second you were you were yeah. i don't know if you remember if you remember your thought if you want to finish it um i i think i was talking just about the medicals just integrating helping um, families integrate um yeah. but we we do focus also on youth. I want to uh, this summer we're doing a summer student program, a camp we call it summer student camp, and uh, okay. they've done it for years here at VOR. Last year I think they had sixty three students attending, and um, it was in person. This year it will be online, and okay. I believe and and I believe we're going to be doing some in person outings too, which will be fantastic for people to see face and face. Um, six feet apart, uh, of course, and that, but um, it's a time where um, we're, and it's so important this year, we strengthen some academics, to prepare students for the fall. Uh, this year, they probably have uh, struggled a bit uh, with the internet, online learning. And so we hopefully we plan on strengthening that with some academics. Um, we do character building. Uh, we have what we call the Youth Leadership Corps. The high schoolers not only get to receive, but they give to give back. They give back. They help the younger students, and then also they do a service project in Anaheim, helping the community out. So it runs for five weeks this year online. Uh, we'll just see how that goes. Uh, we're really looking forward to it, though. That's good. You're trying to do something, which I think is good. Any way we can stay connected with the community, especially our youth right now, I think is very yeah. important. Very yeah. important. Um, so how else are you supporting Anaheim? Are you located in Anaheim? You said you had a, a, a spot on Gilbert Street. Talk more about um, the landscape and, and why Anaheim. Yes. Well, Anaheim, also known as Little Arabia, it's we're centrally located in Little Arabia. It um, we uh, rent space. We've um, and it's we just call it the View, uh, Voice of Refugees Learning Center because there we do the ESL classes, cultural classes. Uh, we do job coaching, help with resumes. Um, we hold we host. Um, you saw Women's Day on there to answer, to gather uh, probably a hundred ladies from the community to help them get some direct input and help from nurses, maybe a lawyer, um, counselor, mental health professionals, just to get some direct input 
um, because the community here is very different than the communities they've come from. And uh, from a woman's aspect, it gives them that opportunity to really uh, um, um, understand what, what's happening around them. And so, um, yeah, we've been at this spot here in uh, Little Arabia for about, I think, seven or eight years. So. Great. And so um, as we approach Giving Day, what are you focusing on when people give next uh, Wednesday? Next yes. Wednesday is the Giving Day. Um, what what can people expect that your funds are being needed for, used for, and, and do you have a match? Yes. Well, we're so excited. We actually have an $8,000 match. Uh, an anonymous donor uh, That's really wonderful. was very gracious. Uh, so every dollar someone donates up to 8,000 is going to get doubled right away. So that's just such a, it's yeah. such an uh, honor. And we really yeah, do yeah. want to empower our youth. Um, they've been isolated for a while. So the summer camp will definitely benefit. Um, we're going to try to make those outings exciting for them, you know, get, mm -hmm. get out of the community, get back at the beach, uh, have a meal together or a few meals together. Um, uh, we hope, honestly, maybe to buy some computers. Everybody we're communicating with uh, in their homes, there's probably three to four phones in the home, but no, hardly anybody has a computer. So we'd really like to be able to use some of these funds to buy some technology and to be a help to them. Um, and also parents, um, help them to understand technology. We're, we want to offer some parenting classes. We'll use the funds for. We have a, a, a lot of um, great uses for the funds for the summer camp and then following after. Um, our population, the, those we're serving, uh, COVID may be feeling like it's in, ending for many people or they're getting ready to be released from it. But the, who we serve have been on the financial cliff for years. And um, we've had still 80% are being negatively impacted and will continue to be so, we feel, for months going towards the end of the year. So um, any dollar given will be a help uh, to, the, to the youth and also to their families. That's great. Well, congrats on the $8,000 match. That's, that's um, a big, a big number, but uh, I, you know, it can be met during these times and, uh, and it's anonymous. So I think that just goes to show that, you know, to nonprofits that are listening right now, that giving hasn't stopped. Um, giving is going on. If anything, from what I've been reading, giving is increasing, as, especially among individual and anonymous donors, like, like the one you received. So um, that's that's great, and I love how it's being streamed or you know directed to the youth. Would you say for every in your program, what's the number of youth that are represented? Like percentage of youth in your in your uh, I guess in your operations. So uh, total number of youth. We also offer childcare uh, on site, oh. so the family can. Um, we, we actually drive and pick up our students. Our, our students, oh, wow. are, um, they don't feel, a lot of women do not feel comfortable and culturally, it may not be acceptable for yeah. them to drive, ride in buses alone. So we make right. every effort 
to go out into the community for women who may be isolated and bring them in to help with ESL, to help with all the things we've talked about. So, but to answer your questions, um, uh, we're probably the service as far as youth, probably 50 to 40% of our service, uh, a big part of our service is on, honestly to uh, women, uh, but 40% probably to the youth directly. Okay, got it, got it. Well, you have a lot of supporters that are chiming in on Facebook that are saying thank you and great job and how much they love you. So it's uh, evident that you're doing amazing things in the community and, um, uh, and I'm excited for Giving Day uh, next yeah, Wednesday. Everybody to know, everybody watching, listening, uh, please like, comment, share. Um, if you, those of you who love VOR, go to their Facebook page and like it. There's many ways to give other than just financially. So there's uh, multiple ways to support your org. Any other things you want to share um, to those listening or that will be watching later about ways to give? Well, you've already mentioned uh, giving uh, uh, Wednesday uh, coming up. Um, we have tons of volunteer opportunities still. Go to our website. Uh, they can give up their time. We have one-on-one uh, -on -one tutoring, uh, conversational English that can happen one-on-one, -on -one, all online. Um, and I don't want to end without thanking those that have actually uh, been a part of VOR in the past. I'm, I'm new again. Um, from the board of directors to uh, the many churches that have been supporting us uh, and businesses have been supporting us. And we're, like I said, we're a staff of, of five. And um, when you have uh, serving 300 families approximately a year, it happens because of the dedication and the compassion of volunteers that come in uh, daily to be a help, to make a real difference in the lives of uh, men, women, and children. Um, and we're just, I want to just say we're so thankful for what they've done. And we're thankful for the work you're doing, Victoria, and creating this opportunity for this uh, uh, impact to Anaheim uh, next Wednesday. I just hope every uh, nonprofit um, is getting the word out. And uh, it's just such a great opportunity. So thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, this is uh, one of the best parts of my job is um, getting to learn about nonprofits that exist in the community and getting to learn about what you're doing and how you're serving the community and then sharing that and making connections. So, uh, no, this is a treat for me because I, I didn't know a lot about you. And um, this is the way that you you do those things, right? By jumping right. on and taking risks and uh, just rolling with it. So you guys did great. Thank you so much. Any any final comments or last words you want to share before we close out? Viola? Thank you. I just want to add, uh, we have uh, annually a big event for um, dinner, for Thanksgiving dinner. So we uh, all families together, uh, about 400 maybe over and they have a nice dinner with all families very very nice time to share with all families uh, and also we have uh, in christmas time we distribute uh, a very nice gift for all the children kids 
we okay. visit we have uh, visit uh, we visit them at home so we connect with all family with all kids with so this is very nice time we we had also annually yeah oh great now it's a very important to keep the community and the uh, give them their moment for their culture as much as possible right to help with that transition and um for comfort, I know it's it's com culture is comforting, so it's great that you guys do that. Joe, any last thoughts? Well, she just reminded me um, hospitality in this culture. Um, you you fill the love through food, and it really is. Yes. Um, I plan on I I have gained a little weight, but um, uh, <laughs> I've, I've, it's just been such a pleasure meeting. Um, people welcoming, welcoming me into their homes. Um, again, um, if people really want to get out of their comfort zone and really um, be a help to a people that not, have not always been welcomed, what a great opportunity here in Anaheim. And we're not the only community that needs help, but we certainly have a community that is so loving. Once you get to know them, just, and we can give you that opportunity. They wanna learn. And um, they have a lot to give. They have a lot to give to us. And uh, so that's why we're here. We wanna give them the uh, opportunity to stabilize, to integrate, but thriving means to give back. And they, yes. they, they, I have people we've donated food to right before this call. She says, I, I've collected too much of these particular items. Can I donate them back to you? I said, um. absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, we'll get them into the uh, another hand that needs them. Canned goods. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, what a great way to end just to show that it's not just it's not just about receiving that um, they also want to pay it back and, and say, yes. look, I, I appreciate what's coming. And, and if I can give, then it's a good it's good for everyone to hear that, that it's not just about taking, that it's also about giving when it's possible. So yes. thank you for, for bringing that to light. Well, this was wonderful. Um, thank you both for joining us and for talking about your mission. And I wish you the best of luck next Wednesday. Um, everybody watching, don't forget this isn't over. Um, come back to VOR's page and Anaheim Community Foundation page um, to get updates on the Giving Day. So. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs>